Gen Divide is the best podcast on the planet. Just sit back and relax. Enjoy it, dang it. Gen Divide, such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast. I'll have to check it out. Welcome to the 48th episode of the Gen Divide podcast. This is Scott. And this is Grace. And we are here on a beautiful Early summer, late spring night, Grace, in the uh, studios right here in Wise County, Texas. And it's the last day of school. It is. The last day of school for ever for you. Forever. Forever. Or at least for high school. Mm -hmm. And we're joined today by Nikki Benson. Nikki is here and uh, there's a big purpose for what she's here. We're going to do some fun personality test stuff. But before that, we're going to break down Nikki and all of her generational stuff as well. If that's right. okay with you. Nikki, how are you doing tonight? Great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So what we did before we jumped on right here, Nikki just administered some super high-level uh, personality tests, mm-hmm. blood samples, hair follicles, all the stuff. mucous membranes, birth charts, birth charts, whatnot, <laughs> uh, a dynamic 500 question quiz, mm-hmm. and Nikki, you're going to tell us exactly what's wrong with us. That's correct. I don't know if you've ever heard about Dylan and I's idea for a podcast um, that mm-hmm. could still launch at some point, but it was going to be, why are you the way you are? Oh, I love that. And we thought like a personality test could actually tie into that kind of. The downside of it is that we felt like everyone is the way they are because of something with their parents and everything's going to drive back to that. And then everyone, like, we feel like there's going to be a lot of crying. You're going to cry every And we episode. wouldn't be able to handle it that well. <laughs> we were looking more for laughs, so we may not do that after all. So in the end, you couldn't take the ridicule? Yeah, probably not. We may try it. We may try it. We may see. We may do a pilot episode and just see if it goes super emotional or if we can keep it. funny. Yeah, if we can keep it funny. So, Nikki, let's get into, before we get into all the fun stuff for personality tests, where did you graduate high school from and in what year? I've graduated from Conroe High School. Conroe? In 1994. How didn't I know that? Yes. Conroe High School, 1994. Goodness. Mm. Um, Not the Woodlands. No. The Woodlands being the... So, like, if you were to describe Conroe High School and the Woodlands High School, is that Keller and Southlake? Um, not that I big. I felt like, so I'm from Bryan, same years, mm-hmm. and the perception from our standpoint was the Woodlands was all millionaires. <laughs> same when I was that age. But when I graduated, the separation between Conroe and the Woodlands was still... Like, Conroe was much bigger. No, but the well, was it was more. I mean, there was more of a separation. Like Conroe was still its own place, not directly connected to ah. Houston. There was still like green and trees in between. Yes, Conroe before you got to places like the Woodlands, and really? now that is not the case. Yeah, so. even then, from my standpoint, I felt like they were practically like neighbors, the two schools or whatever. You know. Yeah, close. 
And again, I mean, I'd compare them to probably what you that Brian area. and College Station. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's an even better comparison, mm-hmm. except maybe even richer than College Station was our was our mentality, you know. <laughs> so we we were in the same district with mm-hmm. the Woodlands and Conroe High School at Brian and College Station, which was A&M Consolidated. And for some reason, the uh, and I feel like it was like maybe coaches that built it up that way like the woodlands was all really rich kids like I mean, that's how they motivated us Conroe. that's how they motivated us to play harder <laughs> was just like you know hit these rich kids uh, really hard how many did you graduate with uh at Bryan, it was i think 600 yeah, something about like the same. that yeah just under Yes, I was going to say 580, and I rounded up. So. My graduating class is 150. 100. That's big for Bridgeport, isn't it? I, I think so. It is. And, and the next biggest class is Dylan's class right now, which is the eighth huh. graders that will be a, a freshman next year. I think they're at 160-something right now. Hmm. But, you know, so you should be rooting for a few of those kids to drop out. Yeah, that way so you'll hold the hold record. The record. <laughs> Uh, so Conroe High School, 1994. What were you into in 1994? Music, movies. What What were the trends for Nikki Benson? Oh, that's a great question that I haven't thought about in a very long time. So um, if we were to flip open your compact disc wallet <laughs> or binder, <laughs> if you had a binder or a wallet, I don't know what was go- what would be the first three or four CDs we would have seen. Yeah, I was very into music in senior year, freshman year of college. I spent way too much money on concerts. So, um, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, oh. um, Depeche Mode. I'm a big Depeche Mode fan. That's mm-hmm. one that gives me anxiety for yeah. some reason. They, they <laughs> fall into that Duran Duran group uh, for me. Tesla for some reason. back then. Ooh. I always thought Tesla was kind of a one-hit wonder. No? No. no. Are they a love song? Um, or am I yeah. getting And it? then also Black Crows was probably oh, my, yes. one of my very favorites. You know, they're coming to the area this summer. I the went to see them the night DFW. before my geology final. Really? I got, a, how, I got a D in that's geology. That's how much you cared about. <laughs> that's how much you cared about rocks. Uh, <laughs> spent the next several years trying to pull that grade up. Yes. Metallica, Guns N' Roses. Did you listen to our Guns N' Roses episode? What did mm-hmm. you think? I liked it. Did we get it right? Grace Close. hates them. What? Didn't you hate him? I think you kind of hated him. Mm, Remember, no, it was I so mean, it was so perplexing because it was Guns N' Roses and Sam Smith. Yes. And one time, Grace oh, and yeah. I drove down to the Metroplex and back for something I can't remember what, and we put it on shuffle. And then we would imagine idea. we would imagine that they were fighting for stage time, and so you know, sweet little Sam would get up there and play sing some love song, you know, mm-hmm. and then Guns N' Roses would break out of their room and run up there and mm-hmm. kick him off stage. My favorite episode was for sure Breakfast Club. Was it? Yes. That was a lot of fun. It yeah. was. It was amazing. Was that a big movie for yeah. you yeah. for, as a youth? Yeah, I, I couldn't even count how many times I've watched that really? movie, even as an adult. Well, why didn't we have you on? I, yeah. I was wondering the same thing. Yes. Uh, not to get all personality yet, but who do you relate to the most from The Breakfast Club? Who could have been Nikki? Oh. None of them? Someone, right? Um, if you had to be correlated they, closely to one of them. <laughs> they covered every base. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I, I was probably more a mixture of um, Anthony Michael Hall uh-huh. and like Molly Ringwald, but not cute. Like she was the cute pretty girl, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, um, 
But there ended up being a lot more to her by the for end. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, but man, just love that. Hey, movie. maybe you need to develop a personality test that only drives to those things. I think I would <laughs> yeah. have been Anthony Michael. We may have talked about this on the podcast. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But if I was, it would be, I would say 60% Anthony Michael Hall, 40% Emilio. Mm-hmm. by the end of high school and it became more and more that as I got closer to the end of high school or whatever more confidence yeah. more early on very quiet definitely could have you know been mm-hmm. you know beaten up in the library by someone on Saturday D Hall or whatever I don't know <laughs> who are you Grace? oh um I honestly, I don't really like saying it, but I feel like Allie a little bit. Yeah. Um, not the a lot. The dandruff part? Just the dandruff? <laughs> that's funny. That's exactly what I was thinking in my head, like this whole time you guys were talking. I was just thinking of that. That scene? <laughs> yes. Um, and then, let's see. Probably Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Oh, they're all so great. We should do it again. Um, so that movie was well before your senior year. What movies were you into by the time you were in high school? Mm. Or were you still just watching Breakfast Club over and over? No, no. Um, I'm what trying you, to remember during that. I feel now like I'm so old to go back and remember what was that year is very hard. Um, you'd probably have to pull up movies during that time for me to really be able to tell you. Yeah, I'm trying mm. to think. I feel like Face Off was close to that time. That's going to be our next movie review. I've seen that one a few times. Yeah. Oh, Derek was telling me that. It's been a number of years since I've watched it, but yes. I've probably seen it at least five or six times. You need to watch it again, and this won't ruin too much, I don't think. But uh, So this the whole idea here is guilty pleasures, mm-hmm. and Derek went first. And because neither of us were ready, he came prepared, <laughs> and, and so and he, he got to take and first And it was bit. perfect. And the thing I is, know. though, like my whole point was this is the greatest guilty pleasure movie ever. I mean, because it's got uh-huh. stars, it's got a ridiculous concept, mm-hmm. uh, it's got a 30-minute fight scene, it's got a ridiculous concept. Mm-hmm. You can't say that enough. No. Uh, Derek is not allowed to pick first anymore. No, I think... You, categories no, because... Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't have it. anything as good as that. No. But also, my argument is, I feel like that this that shouldn't even be a guilty pleasure. I just thought it was an amazing movie. That's what Grace and Dylan both said. They were like, this is just fun. This is awesome. But I haven't seen a lot of, I guess, what would you call it? Um, Derek's got elite. a more refined movie palette. Exactly, exactly. Oh, so. he's, he's pretty mixed. Is he? I was really happy to hear that Grace <laughs> loved it because I always like the movies when, or I always like to go back and watch movies that I haven't seen in forever to see. Did it hold the test of time? I yes. watched it a ton back then. I've rewatched Breakfast Club. I feel like it holds the test of time. I don't know on Face Off. Yeah. I have other ones that I went back and watched and was like, oh, I watched that one so many times and it really wasn't that good. Like yes. Dirty Dancing. Yes. For There's me, some that don't age well at all, right. for sure. Face Off did. And again, we'll get into it more on that. But I think it's, to me, I remember in the moment back then thinking that the bad guy character in that, Nicolas Cage's character, was just so ridiculously over the top. But that's mm-hmm. what bad guys have become. We've just jokered mm-hmm. all the bad guys since then to make them that much more, like, mm-hmm. you know, crazy and emphatic all the time. So it kind of works. I mean, now it feels even better. But the, the idea thing. of removing one person's face <laughs> to <laughs> trade it with another I thought person. it was an amazing idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's that ridiculous. It's no. like... Uh, 
Oh, for a minute I was saying that mine was going to be Freaky Friday, just to go with a similar concept. But I, I don't even know if I've seen that whole movie, so I didn't feel confident in picking it. Is that so the Lindsay fine. Lohan? Was that Freaky Friday? Or has it been redone mm-hmm. since then with the Sprouse Twins? No, that's the Freaky Friday I'm thinking of. I think they did redo it, but I don't know. I think it has been maybe redone. I think the Lindsay Lohan was a redo, probably. Grace, have that's you seen Silence like. of the Lambs? No. Ooh. That was one of my favorites, and we recently rewatched it with Derek's daughter, Ainsley. And she watched mm-hmm. it. We didn't let my daughter watch it because she's a little younger and gets scared easy. And uh was just as good for me. Oh, yeah. And afterwards, she kind of, Ainsley was kind of like, mm, it's kind of slow and boring. And I was so disappointed <laughs> that she felt that way. So I'd love for you to watch it and tell yeah, us what you think. Yeah, that would actually okay. be a really good one. That would have been, did we do a round? No, we just did Scream. That We should have done just oh, a whole Scream's round good. of scary movies last yeah. October or whenever mm-hmm. we did Scream. Because that would be up there. Because to me, I never put it in that category of like a horror movie for sure. Uh, I guess I just think of it as a really good suspense type thing, I guess. But gosh, mm-hmm. ta- the first time I saw that, I think I had trouble sleeping. Oh, for sure. Um, but I guarantee you I've watched it 20 times. Yeah, me too. I think that's oh, one of the ways you deal with it, maybe. You just uh, keep watching it over yeah, and over. Yeah, if you do it over and over, I'm sure it's yes. it gets better. Yeah. All right, so we got some movies. We got some music. What was your craziest trend? Did you live through the tight roll jeans in yeah, middle school? you know, probably Coca-Cola shirts. Ooh. Do you remember those? Did you have I do. one? Uh, Amy was a Pepsi-Cola shirt person. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I had so the we girls, yeah, was it last birthday, Christmas, something? Something like that. We bought her one. Yeah, we found one at TJ Maxx. <laughs> the girls TJ Maxx one. is just amazing. Yeah, TJ yeah, Maxx is riddled with Pepsi Cola clothing <laughs> still for some reason. <laughs> it is amazing. I don't know where they're getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Pepsi I liked my, Cola. I liked my Coca Cola Yeah, shirts. that was really big. One of my best friends uh, was really big into that. Uh, always was wearing Coca Cola shirts and socks and pants. Stuff like that. Well, um, all right. So graduate high school, how did you end up doing giving people personality tests for a living? <laughs> what was the transition? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I do it for a living, although I have done it a number of times. But yeah. um, I um, went to college at A&M and... After doing undergrad, did a master's in human resources. Oh, wow. And so I have done HR for 20 years now. So I think if you work in HR for that long, it just becomes, at least at some point, um, a path you cross. And so have done a number of different types, and um, it's always a fun team builder with various groups. So that's kind of how I have come into it and like to do it with, you know, sometimes I'll volunteer time and do it with different nonprofit groups or done it with some of the different um, school administrators where I live and things like that. So it's fun. I love it. What has been the worst thing you've ever had to do working in HR? Um, Have you ever had any really tense firings that you had to at least be part of? Yeah, like I where mean, they I've, called you in. I've terminated hundreds of people in yeah. my career, um, sadly enough. But a lot of times, <laughs> it's because you have layoffs, and hopefully, yes. people are volunteering. But um, probably the funniest layoff I had was, or not a layoff, but a termination. Um, Remember many years ago when there was the wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl yes. with Janet, Janet Jackson, Jackson and yeah. I um, remember JT. Yeah. No, I don't remember. <laughs> what I year just, was that? I just heard about it. Oof. I'm gonna guess like early aughts, oh yeah, six, oh yeah. seven, oh eight. So, um, 
we we have you know things on the computers at work that kind of track and trace things and things that will get raised by it um, a guy just kept replaying it over and over and over oh no (laughs) and so we terminated him this is gonna be grace at the tarleton computer lab i can already tell so funny so so you could tell how many times you replayed it i mean i all i got told was hey, this is here, and then we had to go make the decision. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How did he take that? Um, most of the time, if it's something like that, it's just embarrassment and shame, and then immediately shifting to, what am I going to tell my spouse? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Gosh. Anything. Anything but that is what you're going to tell her. <laughs> Absolutely anything. Oh, my goodness. Um, wow. Uh, so... Yeah, that's a pretty tough one. That's a pretty tough one. I had I had one just as a manager once where I had to get HR involved, and they gave me a buzzer, and then put a security guard in the next room, and basically the instruction was if at any point you feel uncomfortable or something's about to get physical, hit the button, and that made me feel so much worse. Like I didn't, it wasn't my decision. I wasn't necessarily going to them saying, here's the issue. But you know, as with all corporations, just every step of the way, I had to document all this stuff. And I guess through all that documentation, they felt like, oh, this person could be a risk for some type of outburst or whatever. And so when the decision's made and my boss, who was in a different state completely over the phone is saying, hey, yep, do it. Um... And but before you do it, someone from HR is coming, and they walk in with a security guard and give me a buzzer, and they're like, "We're going to be in the next room, and if anything gets physical, hit the buzzer." Wow! <laughs> so I'm literally like, I have the buzzer under the table. I may have even had it a hand in my pocket, which that probably looked really awkward. You know, I'm <laughs> sitting at a table with my hand <laughs> in a pocket and uh, letting you know this guy go. Oh man, that was horrible! Absolutely horrible. How'd it go? Uh, it went all right. He didn't. It did not get physical. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I was prepared for it. Um, I mean, he took it. Like every time I've ever been in that situation, this was the only time where it was like just pure performance. The guy was just not good at what he. He was going to be great at things in life, but it was not this, and he was not catching it and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, he would. The thing that I think tipped HR to do that was he had yelled at a few managers. So we were in a position where we did support for a big call center and someone would walk up and say, hey, can you do this? Or hey, in his case, you didn't do this yesterday when I asked you to and now my team stats are hurt or whatever. And he would kind of have a, you know, whatever, a little bit of an outburst, I guess. But that wasn't uh, that wasn't good. But then, like I was saying earlier, after that, I entered a point in life where I wanted to be in HR even though I don't think I ever wanted to be the guy in the next room in case things got <laughs> physical. <laughs> you tell that story, and when I was, uh, reminds me of, I was less, maybe a year into graduating college and having gone to work for a pretty large oil and gas company in Houston and, you know, had gone from wearing pajama pants to school and or ratty jeans to having to, we were, literally my first job, you had to wear suits every yeah. day. Oh, man. And pretty early on, if you're working in HR, they want you to get the experience of, terminating people because it's going to be at some point part of your career so 
I did that pretty early um, in partnership with my supervisor. So it wasn't just me, but another HR person. And there was a, a guy who someone had turned him in. This was again, like 2000, maybe one or two. And uh, someone had turned him in because they had seen his car in the parking lot with a lot of drug paraphernalia in it. And you're not allowed to have that on property. So um, he was terminated, argued that it was his girlfriend's, not his, et cetera. So a couple days pass, and I'm just in my office working, super uncomfortable in my suit. Yeah. Can't believe that this is now my life. <laughs> and some of our secu- very large um, complex that we worked in, and my boss sat next to me, and two security guards come to our doors and said, we needed you to come with us. And this guy had gotten back on property and I guess was raising hell saying that he, that it was HR's fault that this had happened and they were afraid he was looking for us. So they locked us in a room until they could secure him. Um, So that was, that was about a year into my career. (laughs) And I remember thinking, I don't know what I'm signed up for. (laughs) But we've probably just, uh, we've probably just locked in the thought that Grace is never going to get a job now. (laughs) 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 She's just going to be like a freelancer for her entire life. Oh man, that's good stuff. So, um, so the person personality test we just took before yes. we started. Talk to us a little bit about that one and why that one. Okay, so lots of different kinds of personality tests you can take. You know, before we started, you had mentioned Myers Briggs, which is hands down the most popular and probably well known personality test, um, where it really lets you know, you know, do you do you where do you fall on kind of an introvert extrovert. Uh, scale and in a couple other dimensions. Um, but the one that we're going with is called the best personality test. And what I like about it is unlike the Myers-Briggs, it tells you a little bit about yourself and particularly focuses around your communication style. So kind of how you interact with, with others. Um, and so then we're able to share with you how you tested, but then talk to you about things like, okay, so Grace tested this way and this is how she falls on these scales. And that makes her ability to interact with someone like her dad who falls in this, this way on the scale, easy or hard or et cetera. So we'll talk a lot about, you know, what's the positives of the various dimensions and how you score as well as what it might be like for that personality type on a bad day. Yeah. Um, and it. so I really like more that it's the interactions. Meyer Briggs is Myers Briggs is very focused kind of on self and and how you are, but this one focuses a lot on how you might be to others. I like it. Uh, the best. That's mm-hmm. the name of it. Yep. Okay. Where are the other ones you like? Um those are definitely my favorites. Yeah. Um, we don't do a whole lot of other ones because I like the ones that can be more interactive. Um, so those are probably the ones that I'm most familiar with and have gravitated towards. I like it. Yep. All right. So you have our results. I do. You know exactly what's wrong with us at this point. I do. <laughs> you know <laughs> what is wrong with us. So um, how do you want to handle it from here? Well, do you I want think, us to try and guess? Yeah, how I think what we, we should are? do is talk just a little bit about the. Um, so, like Myers Briggs, there's four categories. I think we should talk about those and me just give you the highest level descriptions. And then uh, maybe you guess yourself and yeah. maybe you guess um, others. Okay. Um, we also tested um, your mom and hu- wife, Amy, before here. Yep. So, y'all can also have a little fun maybe and guess her. Yes. Um, and I have Derek's results because he's taken this before. Y'all know me a little bit. I know mine. I've done this before. So um, you can take some guesses at maybe what you think some of the other people awesome. might be. And yes, then we'll get into it. more about um, 
kind of talk, share the results and then get more into that. Okay. So let's do it. Um, so again, just a little bit more about the purpose, right? The intention is one to help you understand your communication style yourself. And then even more importantly, to make you aware about how that communication style is for others. Um, and so let me get to the dimensions real quick. Um, and you know, one of the things I always do as a disclaimer is to say that there's really not a right or a wrong, <laughs> although tonight we may label that a little differently yeah. just for fun. <laughs> but when I'm in a professional setting, I have to say that. But um, it really is just to kind of identify people's prominent styles. So. Sure. Um, okay, so there's there's four styles that we'll talk about. Um, the first one, and it, so it stands for BEST, B-E-S-T, each one of those stands for something. So um, the first is is BOLD. And really, from a bold perspective, the core value for anyone that's a bold is accomplishment. Okay. And they're goal-focused people. They're people that are decisive, direct, um, adventure. But again, really, it's really about accomplishment. That's the mantra of a bold is accomplishment. Okay? And, um, and that's red. And so we typically put this on a spectrum. I'm going to kind of hold this up but describe it, where we say... There's askers and there's tellers, so from one end to the other. And then there's people that are task-oriented and, and formal down to people that are people-oriented and informal. Okay. And so your bolds are going to come over here in terms of task-oriented and more on the tell side. Okay. okay? Yep. So that's okay. where your bolds sit. Um, the, second, the E stands for expressive. And expressive, the core value for an expressive person is collaboration. So these are people that are um, charismatic, harmonious, inventive, passionate, maybe gregarious. Um, so at times, maybe the class clown, that type of style. Okay. Expressive? Expressive. Expressive. Bold yep. and expressive. So that person's going to fall also over on the tell, yes. but more on the people-oriented, more informal. Yeah, okay. I like it. So that's expressive. So you've got like a graph here. And so people mm -hmm. fall. You could be dead center. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so what's great about this test is it's not just going to say, you know, so-and-so is bold. It's, we're going to give you numbers. So yes. you're going to kind of know mm -hmm. how bold you are. Yeah, right? bold with expressive yeah, you know, are you a, Are you a six and that, or, you know, and your highest number is an eight? Or are you a 14 on bold and your next highest number is like a seven? Okay. So it kind of like what you see in Myers-Briggs, it really tries to put you on a scale. Got it. Okay. The S stands for sympathetic. And the core value for someone who is sympathetic is um, relationships. So it's all about relationships. It's about loyalty, being generous, nurturing, perceptive. Um, so again, I mean, really the definition of sympathetic, right? Okay. And so as you can guess, for a sympathetic, that's going to go more on the ask side and informal, people-oriented. Okay. That's where your sympathetic is going to go. And I might as well go ahead and start telling you too. Bold is red, expressive is yellow, sympathetic is green, and our last color is blue. Um, and so at work and at places where we do these, in the end, by the end of the conversation, we are talking about reds. So now yeah. my HR friend group, you know, we, I might, one of us may do something, and we'll be like, mm, that was kind of red. <laughs> um, and we it. all know that that's a language yes. now. I um, love it. And it's just an easier way to call each other out versus saying, like, mm, bossy. Yes. Okay. So, um, okay. And the last one is technical, blue. And technical people have their core value in life is accuracy. 
Okay. So they're logical. They like details. They like structure. They like order. Okay. Okay. So that is technical. Now I'm kind of focusing on the positive right now. Yeah. After, I'll say. after no. we do the guessing and then we get into yeah. what are you really, we'll really talk to about how is this on a bad day? Yes. Okay. I like it. Okay. So I did, I was just thinking of something on this. Mm-hmm. Um, one thought would be too, like, I think you, you, if I had a company that was large and we all, I had every employee do this, I would just make them wear that shirt color every day. Yes. And so all the reds, everyone's identifiable at that point, you know? And maybe even there, like, so, like, where uh, bold meets, what's the top left one there again? Technical. Blue. Technical. That person's wearing purple if they're right in the middle. They're blending the colors together. Yeah, so what we do at work is when we're doing this, we um, order, and, and I should have brought some from work because I had them and didn't think about it. We order these little um, building blocks. And so they're kind of like Legos, but they're foam and a little bit bigger. And you, each time you do a session, you initially get four of those. So you can stack yours in the order of like where you are from lowest to highest. We even use markers and write our numbers on them. Yeah. And most of us have those in our office. And they keep them. And you keep them. So if someone comes in, I mean, that's the whole point. Someone walks in and right away they know, ooh, I'm dealing with a red, you know. Um, And then, you know, we also kind of joke sometimes that maybe you're feeling a little differently on a certain day and you're feeling like your green is really up. So maybe you shift that, you know. But um, We did the same thing at a company I worked at with Strings Finder. Mm -hmm. And everybody had to put, they they gave us a framed Mm -hmm. top five of our strings. And you had to put on your desk. But it kind of turned into a joke, almost. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what that person's, what my strength was, that I would walk up to everyone's and be like, oh, okay, well, now I'm dealing with you, so I have to to be sweet when I ask this or whatever, you know. But But I think that's the point of it, right, is is, that you can be able to take some of, you know, the... The outcomes of these, I feel like, have a lot of truth for people. Oh, yeah. But then that you can share it with others and know that, you know, you can make it lighthearted and realize, ooh, and, and call people out, right? Yeah. Like, oh, Scott, you really bothered me today. But, I mean, you are blue, and yes. so that's probably... <laughs> yeah. And so it uh, it makes it a little bit more lighthearted, and it honestly opens mm-hmm. a communication style, I think, yeah. that uh, is easier than direct honesty all the I time. I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay so... Let's talk about what you think the... Let's first say what you think you might be. If you were guessing, and maybe you just put them in order. Like, where do you think you're highest to lowest? Okay, man. I think since you only talked in positives, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit of all four. <laughs> and we exactly. can talk about the negatives me, first if you I, want. Can I look at it again <laughs> real quick? Um, let's see. So I'm going to say mine in order is... Um, I'm going to say sympathetic, technical, bold, expressive. So I'm going to go green and then I'm going clockwise around this thing for me. Okay. (laughs) She's going to say, she's going to say, I'm not not sympathetic because I make you clean your room. Probably. Is that what you're going to (laughs) say? No, actually I was going to say, I thought you were expressive. I think most people would think that I I get told that all the time. So Scott's guessed himself as sympathetic then technical, then bold, and then expressive? Expressive, yeah. And then, Grace, what do you think your dad is? I think he is expressive. Um, I'll say and then sympathetic. 
and we can follow it from there. But I think so. Still clockwise, just yeah, starting. Yeah, but with. just start with expressive. Okay. Then, then bold, then technical, or then technical, then bold. Then technical, then bold. Okay. All right, before I talk about mine, I have yeah. something to say. Um, you did take it like Cole Sprouse. <laughs> <laughs> no. you, channeled, you channeled Olivia Rodrigo as you answered the question. Yes, oh, exactly. just listen to her album. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, I well, only listen to Driver's License over exactly. and over. It's so good. And, it's so good. Uh, and we wanted to talk about it before Face Off, and, and we had Deja Vu playing when he came in the house. And he stopped it in the middle of the song, even though that's another single. He just stopped the song and he's like, play Driver's License yeah. in the middle of it. And I'm like, Dang Dad, it. it doesn't count if you only listen to Driver's License. Yeah, it counts. It's it doesn't count. Bit. Well, it's, it's rare when you can bit. put an album on and just let it play. And like, I really listened to it on the way down here probably three mm-hmm. times and really yeah. love it. Oh, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> only because okay. I'm sympathetic <laughs> to Nikki's feelings about it. <laughs> Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, all right. Let's talk about this system. I really like the graph yeah. idea. I like the idea of it, but I don't like taking the test where there's a graph because at least with Myers-Briggs, it's always there's four letters and then you're either like I or E or whatever. And every time I've taken Myers-Briggs or something like that, it says, okay, well, you're definitely an introvert, but everything else, you kind of just straddle the line. There's not really a strong feeling, and that makes me so upset every time. Yeah. You want to be told you're super judgy, <laughs> right? Maybe not that one. Um, I, just, I, I don't know. I just wanted something definitive. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's kind of the point, right? To me, like, and that's kind of like when we were talking before this, we were talking about how with Myers-Briggs, maybe people as they age re- kind of come back to the middle a little bit. They probably never leave for me, like I'm never going to mm-hmm. become an E, but where I may have been an I at the far end of the scale when I took it in when I was... 25 when I was 35 retaking it and I don't know that it's as much learning to deal with extroverts as you just maybe have better understanding I don't know (laughs) do you know what you are on Myers-Briggs INFP I think I am INFJ but that's not what it gave me last time because since it was like pretty much 50-50 I went and like just looked up things about them and self Diagnosed myself yeah. in one. I, don't, I can't remember what it actually gave me, though. I think we all got caught up in the last time we took it in the uh, celebrities and fictional characters mm-hmm. that are also INFJs. <laughs> and you're like, yes, <laughs> you know, I'm Pam Beasley. Well, they, they, put, they put like good people in every one. Oh, yeah. And I don't They're really all good. know. I don't know like most of the personalities of those people. Yeah. So. Like, I always thought it'd be funny if on one of the, and I know we're derailing, I'm sorry right now, <laughs> but if on one of those, it was just all like horrible people. Like, it's like Hitler, <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> just, just, that would be great. Just, just for the, yes. like, it could be a fun we'll HR one. exercise in the class. Like, here's your results. <laughs> Glenn, you most t- closely tied to Adolf Hitler and Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, Bobby, you are Gandhi and Mother Teresa. So that's where you guys lie right now. It's just. <laughs> Let's make that the gender divide personality test. <laughs> You're one or the I'll other. I'll see if I can yeah. find that one and do that. You're one or the other. All right, Grace, what are you? And then I'll tell you what you really are. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Was that bold? Um, I'm going to say, um, oh no, um, technical number one. Um, hmm. 
Okay. And then expressive, then sympathetic, then bold. Mm. Two and three were tricky. Uh, I don't know. I might want to switch them later. That's good because mine would be the exact flipping those. Mine would be for you technical, sympathetic, expressive, bold. Bold. Yeah. What is it about bold that neither of us want to be bold? You know. <laughs> well, I, as soon as she started saying it, I, I just knew that wasn't me. Like, I just wonder, are there many people that are eyes on Myers-Briggs that are also bolds? Probably not. Yeah. You know, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, I think it was a turnoff. Even as you were describing it, it was kind of like, that sounds all right, but bold? I mean, do I really want, do, do you want to be the person that are like, well, that was bold, you know? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I mean, achievement-oriented, that's the part that I was like, okay, that sounds pretty good. And then the other words, I was just like, nah, that's yeah. probably not me, actually. Yeah. And like I said, I think there's a little bit. And, and then I was kind of also, Nikki, going to how did I answer the questions? Because there were key words you would say. Yes, and where I was like, I thought, oh, I like, that. Well, there was clearly a sympathetic answer on that one. <laughs> But I don't think I picked it because another one was more this. Yeah, that's why it's good to take it beforehand so you're not kind of having pre-biased. You're not on what, gaming it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really about what you think you are the most. I mean, the thing about this is that we all fall into these categories sometimes, you know? Yeah, so. definitely. Love it. Okay. Okay, before we go any further, why don't you all take a guess at what you think Amy might be? Ooh, mm. I've got it. Hers was, I will tell you, on the spectrum scale... Scott was much more balanced than I expected. Grace was glaring. Like you, you mentioned that you don't <laughs> like because you're always kind of told you're, you uh, are close. You were glaring. So oh. yours, was, yours was not close. Uh, <laughs> Amy also, awesome. Amy was the most extreme both on both test. ends. Okay. okay I'm okay. going to say Amy is a uh, sympathetic, technical, oh, expressive. Dang it. No, I'm going to say sympathetic, technical, bold, expressive. That's exactly what yeah, I was Same too. thing. Is, that's me. Right? Isn't that what I said That's for me too? That's what you too, said for STV? you, but you were wrong, so. Yeah, possibly. So I'll start by saying y'all are the most right on neither of your own selves, but on Amy. Oh. Okay. So uh, that is exactly what she was. Sympathetic. And she, you know, the big thing is what are your numbers and how far are they from each other? Yes. And she was, um, she was, had, she was extremely high on sympathetic. Now, I will say this. Yeah, I don't know. Um <laughs> She gamed it. First of all, <laughs> I think this is really an opportunity to say what an amazing child you are and what an amazing husband I am because we're so okay. keyed in on, <laughs> on mother. <laughs> we know mother better than she knows herself. I bet she'd get in here and she wouldn't get it right. <laughs> but I also know this, like right before I was listening to her and Derek talk before we started, and the entire story was an extremely sympathetic story about someone we know that's going through some really tough stuff right now. So I was sitting there thinking, like, I guarantee that's just the mindset also. But she's, it, I would have picked it no matter what. But I was sitting there thinking, like, she was just being very sympathetic right before that she took mm-hmm. the test. Well, when we get these, these results from people, every once in a while you'll get someone that's really balanced and their numbers um, are kind of, they're just really close to each other. Amy... And I would say for most people, their highest dimension, the one that they're the most dominant in, their score is somewhere between 9, 10, high would be like a 14. Um, Every once in a while, you get someone who 
is over a 15, but that's not super common. Um, probably, I'm going to guess 10, 20% of the time max that yeah. you would have someone like that. Amy on Sympathetic was a 17. Wow. So that's really, really extreme. She does oh. cry every time that one commercial comes on that shows the puppies and plays the, <laughs> I don't want to wait for our lives The, the Dawson's over. Creek. Uh, is that Dawson's Creek? Yeah. That's oh not the right gosh. song then, is it? <laughs> It's not uh, the same. What's the song they play on angels. the Adopt a Puppy Today? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, is it Sarah McLaughlin? Yes. Yeah. How's is that it? song go? Give it to us, oh, Nikki. No, I don't know. Nobody's going to give it you to us. You don't want me to sing ever? If I think of it, I'm just going to blare it out. Mm-hmm. And, and right. on the same token, most people, their lowest is three, four, five. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, someone will, like my lowest is a three, and I feel like that's pretty low. She was a zero on bold. She had a one on expressive. Expressive. And a two on bold. So that's drastic, drastic. That I would have get I mean, I would have thought both of those, you know. She's a twelve on technical, so her first two are higher than a lot of people ever get on any one. So So she's very extreme one direction. Let's take this then to the next level. Okay. Grace really needs mom to give her something or do something for her. Grace, how do you play to someone that is sympathetic, sympathetic. and technical? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I think you immediately go to the, well, if, I, if we can't do this, everyone's going to make fun of me, and <laughs> no. my puppy's going to die. That would make me feel so bad. <laughs> and I guess with the technical thing, what would be the scary thing to a technical person? Like, I'll have no organization in my life. I'll have <laughs> all of my stuff will be thrown out in the middle of the street. <laughs> I'll be kicked out of yeah. my house. Yeah. Mom's never going to let you get kicked out of a house is what that really no. tells us, right? Yeah. Sympathetic, she, technical. She wants order and she wants... Yeah, I mean, I think what, what you're, how you're not going to win her over is drama. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. She's going to want things to be precise and logical and analytical, um, not drama-filled, which can stereotypically maybe be what teenagers go through, like my child right now. But... Um, <laughs> And then from a sympathetic perspective, probably just showing her that you care, showing her that you're uh, needing assurance, needing acceptance. Yes. Those are the, those are the what manipulation tools for a green. We should change oh, the title man. of this one to Unlocking Amy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't even gotten to y'all. That's when oh, we'll get no. fun. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about the bad qualities. Yes. <laughs> I feel like the gnats are reproducing at the okay, table. Okay, well, those no? ones were flies, okay. I think. I well, did gnats see grow up to be flies. That's not true. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. So who do we want to do first, Scott or Grace? Grace. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I told you that Amy surprised me by being higher than I've ever seen on, uh, higher than you normally see on a scale of a 17. Grace's top was an 18. Ooh. So I've okay. literally only What's known one person. Um, I've one time saw one person have a 21, which means they almost had nothing on anything else. What did oh I predict God. on you? You said, oh, I can't remember. I said yeah, technical said first. Technical. You both said technical first. And I then want... you said sympathetic expressive. Oh, man. I, I would change mine right now if I could. I, I don't know. I, I, I would just think it would be weird uh, yeah. if it was two that were opposite, right? Well, here's what's funny is that I don't know Grace super well. I know her a little bit. And while she was mm-hmm. taking the test, I literally decided that she was blue. As the highest, and that is what you were 18 on, oh, just wow. by observing we how right you then. took the test <laughs> compared to yeah. the others. So, yes, you're an 18, the highest on blue technical. Nice. 
Winner, so, winner. Yeah. So we'll talk here in a second. How does how that's that good. play out for a computer scientist if that's what she wants to be for a living? Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely, uh, definitely so right 18th. up the, the so, alley of somebody who is into kind of engineering and analytics mm-hmm. and process-focused and task-focused. Yes. There's a total number here then. Is it 32? Um, it can fluctuate it? a little bit um, <coughs> in terms of your sum, but yeah, it typically... Um, adds up to somewhere around there. Yeah, okay. It can All right. Got fluctuate it. slightly. Um, and then after that, Grace, you actually were quite balanced. Um, okay. So that might be what you're used to getting. I don't mm-hmm. know that I ever think that that's a bad thing because your lowest on anything was a four. So mm-hmm. um, that shows that you um, have some relation to all of those colors, which your four was, um, was green, sympathetic. Oh. And then you were a five on the other two. Okay. So those were pretty close. Um mm-hmm. I mean, my numbers are 13, 9, 6, 3. Like, mine are all kind of staggered pretty evenly. Mm-hmm. But yours, um, occasionally we'll see that where people have some that are, that so are fairly close. So give it to close. me again. 18 technical, mm-hmm. 4 sympathetic, bold. 5 on, on bold and expressive. You know, I think now thinking about it, I, I, I can see the sympathetic being lower than what I originally thought. Because mm-hmm. I would have guessed, and again, I don't know how the numbers would all add up, but I would would have guessed like it would have been similar to Amy and that technical sympathetic would have been high in the teens or whatever, and then the other two would have been low. But there's things like conversations we've had, Grace. Um, mostly it was like during... Uh, I don't want to expose you too much here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I, it's, it's been related to our government some a little bit where Mm -hmm. I have thought it's very like, you know, a little black and white. There wasn't a whole lot of sympathy Mm -hmm. towards certain things or whatever, you know, I don't know. Um, but at the same time, not that there's anything wrong with the way you were looking at it at all, not at all, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it was a little bit surprising. Something we talked about in government was, order versus liberty Mm -hmm. and coach green had us write like a little a short kind of paper on which one we preferred or like how balanced we thought it should be and then one day I asked Dylan and I was like which one do you think should I guess it should be more balanced towards and I said because for me it's order kind of like all day and then Dylan's like yeah Grace I've noticed that about you and people aren't gonna like that Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that is the with the technicals, like how you are, especially being so high. I mean, core values, accuracy, but order and being detailed ordering it. I mean, are you a perfectionist? Because that's definitely yeah. something I've, high. I've for, heard that said. Um, compliance, basically, kind of like wanting to follow the rules, wanting to know what the rules mm-hmm. are. Um, Mm-hmm. Just very kind of formal, organized, process-oriented, meticulous, time-focused. All those types of things yeah. are are very uh, are very much the technical person. Amy's now, in here getting the growling dog out <laughs> from under the table. I never know Amy? if it's a growl or a snore. Hey, Grace and I know growling. how to deal with you now. Just so you know, <laughs> we don't have to get everything. We're getting we want. everything we want. <laughs> Twizzlers for breakfast. <laughs> So let's talk about technical on a bad day or what might be some of the struggling qualities, and let's see whether Grace relates to these. So um, technical people tend to be risk-adverse, so typically not ones that... um, Mm -hmm. They also tend to be distrustful. Mm. Um, (laughs) Sometimes a bit of a loner. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can get into what we'd call analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. Um, so struggling to get out of the details. Yes. Um, they can be a little bit indecisive, a little oh, antisocial, yeah. mm-hmm. um, a little true. suspicious of other people. Oh. <laughs> um, sometimes cold, sometimes a loner, sometimes unapproachable. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I feel like I come off that way. Yes. Uh, and Back to the good no. things. <laughs> quick, quick. <laughs> She's slipping. Around. She's becoming unapproachable. Go, Nikki. Back to the good stuff. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, with technicals, it's just all about the details. There's never enough information. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny depending on, you know, how, what someone else might be. So for me, um, since y'all have already slammed it, I'm very strong red. Yeah. But in my nature of work, not surprising. Slammed it. <laughs> and so, so for me, I struggle with technicals because if, you're, if you have a strong red, you want things to be kind of our mantra is be brief, be bright, and be gone. Yeah. Um, and so... I've noticed at work with the people that are high technical, mm-hmm. you know, I, when I have to scroll down, scroll down the screen to read the email or scroll up, <laughs> oh, I'm gosh. out. Like yeah. I cannot do that. Yeah. I need it to be able to be succinct and in shorter things. So, mm-hmm. um, so as you get to know people in life and go to college and all that, and you start seeing different styles, like it, it's, that's where it kind of becomes good to know how, how you interact with others and how no it doubt. might feel for others. So. I can think of a I good like technical that. thing for, for you in, in that indecisive range. And this mm-hmm. is something, this is, first of all, I will say Grace is my child. We, I have to be close, and at her <laughs> age, I have to think I would have scored exactly like this. But on the technical side, I, I can remember taking you to like a, a Walmart or wherever, a toy store, mm-hmm. even though I don't think those have existed for 20 years, and saying, you know, hey, 20 bucks. You know, pick something out, and it being an hour and a half process, oh, and weighing, you know, <laughs> the enjoyment factor with, or I could just get like forty things of pop rocks or whatever, you know, and just it being a real process. Uh, and I always but get relating upset. to that too. You, you guys always rush me when mm-hmm. we're shopping. Well, That's... hour and a half to well, pick a toy. I mean... <laughs> Who rushes you more, your mom or your dad? Because your mom's not low on technical at all. It was her mm-hmm. second, and she's a 12. Yeah, I, I'm going to say it's dad. You're always ready to get out of there Let's go. very quickly. Yeah, I don't like Walmart. Well, yeah, once you <laughs> once you check and see that there's no sports cards, you're like, oh, let's get out of here. Let's go right now. <laughs> or baseball cards. Pick $20 worth of stuff. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, something I frequently do when we're shopping, though, is I'll spend so long picking out this stuff and then right before when you guys are rushing me and getting in the line to check out and I'm not ready I just put everything back and just go without buying anything yeah that's something oh I she does that do. a lot you should do that when it's your own money but not when it's there. <laughs> yeah not yeah. when it's us take it, get everything yeah okay okay should we move on to Scott yep let's do it okay so Grace felt like you were highest on the green, sympathetic, and you felt like you were highest on expressive. No, no, no. Is that right? No. I went... Oh, yeah, it was opposite. I went sympathetic around the horn. So I went sympathetic, okay. technical, bold, expressive. You went sympathetic, technical, technical bold. bold, expressive. Okay. Right? 
And you yeah, said, said expressive. Yeah, that was Grace. Mm-hmm. Grace went yellow and then clockwise. So from Grace there. So said yellow, green. Yellow, mm-hmm. green. Blue, red. Blue, red. So um, I will say I've only known one person, one coworker, whose scores came out like yours. Okay. Um, and Is you kind of nailed it with your <laughs> earlier comment because you're really, really balanced. Yeah. Um, which is not super common. So you, your top two were a, were a tie, and that was what Grace said, which was expressive and technical. Grace wins again, but not as high. But but by no means nowhere near as high as even Amy's second technical. Yeah. Okay. So you scored a nine on both of those. Nine, nine. Yeah. Expressive. So not extremely. Technical. Give extreme me the expressive either. person again. So the expressive person, which we call yellow. Is um, it already sounds bad. Like who <laughs> wants to be yellow? The co- I think the color. Well, is can very we make well it a chosen. better color? So Derek's Derek's a yellow. <laughs> is he? Yeah. So their co- their now, main thing is <laughs> collaboration. But yellow people are fast paced. They're inventive. They're involved. They're the keys on yellow is they're social, and they've got ideas. They're funny. They're fun. Um, they're outgoing. They're innovators. Um, Again, class clown. They're idea people. They're entertaining. So, I mean, when Derek and I were talking about this yesterday, getting ready to come over here, I expected you to score the highest on Express. Really? That would have been my guess. So I think that's something that's always been like a struggle in that, uh, not a struggle, but something I've gotten better at for sure. And I always, and I've told you this several times, right? Mm-hmm. It's like learn to act a little bit, you know? Like the, I, the number of times I don't want to be out there or put myself out there in a group or whatever. And then I can just kind of mask it, I guess. I don't know. But, but again, you're only, you're only a fake. nine. So yeah, it's not extreme. Not I think that, I think one thing that makes you appear more yellow than maybe even you are honestly is Amy because sure. she is glaringly not yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, she's not going yeah. to be the loudest person in the room ever. And so maybe by default you've become that sometimes. Yeah, maybe. No. It's interesting. Yeah. So storytellers, technical. you know, yellows are storytellers. Um, now on a bad day, the thing with a yellow is uh, that they're kind yes. of, um, <laughs> kind of their like mantra is "Ooh, involve me," and they have a little bit of FOMO. Yeah. Uh, fear of missing out and um, might be a little indiscreet, maybe a little. Um, needing recognition or entertainment needy, maybe hijacking conversations, um, jumping subjects all around, yeah, kind of not staying on topic. So a um, little bit frantic, a little bit talking too much. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm not talking anymore for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but kidding. again, that's, uh, that's Derek's highest. Just yeah. want to mention that. So they were a tie, expressive and technical? You were a tie with expressive and And what technical. was third? A tie with the last two at seven. So you were very Goodness. balanced. Goodness gracious. Man, I wonder what gave I, I and again I don't I, I feel like I took the test with a really clear, you know, uh mind and you know, focus on each question or whatever. So I'm not doubting it, but at the same mm-hmm. time I don't <laughs> want to be expressive. <laughs> no. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Expressive people typically are the most fun. I mean, I could be described as that, Grace. So you are very much a storyteller, and like 
when she first started reading them, I was like, this is probably dad. And then when she said class clown, I knew. Yeah. So I was <laughs> held back in kindergarten because I was a class clown. So they knew even then. Uh-huh. <laughs> you expressive little jerk. <laughs> Try kindergarten say, again. I mean... You said we slammed red, but I'm going to be honest. Like, when I was taking the test, the ones that I wished I could say, the ones that I kind of wanted to say, I, thinking back on it now, I think they all kind of aligned with red the most. But I had to be honest. and The things the you wanted. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a good point. Like, uh, I wonder, for, especially for someone at your age, because I can remember taking something like this maybe as a senior in high school, and I don't think – it was probably some – Poor man's Myers-Briggs, whatever. Sure. But it definitely addressed the, uh, you know, extrovert, introvert thing. And at that point, having the mm-hmm. feeling that introvert was a bad thing. Introvert was shy right. and shy is bad. And that's the way mm-hmm. it was pitched. And I don't know if that, that was the intention of who pitched it, but that's how I received. And... Um, you know the large majority of CEOs and companies are introverts. Well, and then, so yeah, and then taking it again probably eight years later in a corporate environment and not necessarily, and, not, and, and, and really like having that balanced approach of there's no right or wrong, kind of like what you said earlier, extroverts aren't, you know, don't think of every extrovert as loud and abusive and trying to steal every conversation. <laughs> and don't think of every introvert as, you know, st- you know, standing in the corner f- facing away from everyone at <laughs> yeah. a party or whatever. Uh, that they both, you know, but it's really more about energy, right? Mm-hmm. And where do you kind of regain energy, I guess, is the way that person pitched it to me. Yeah, and I think while it's more rare that you would have an, a red introvert, um, clearly mm-hmm. in- reds are going to more a lot more normally be an extrovert um i think with your age um you mm-hmm. you would see the red grow um as you get into more of mm-hmm. a kind of corporate or some or, or professional a career into yeah. any career yeah. whatever it is that and that's kind of the one we didn't go into but um bolds are kind of take control people decisive um effective Business-like, competitive, productive, um, internally strong, direct. That's a really big one. That's probably my biggest downfall. Mm-hmm. Um, they work hard. But then on a bad day, again, it's kind of that mantra of be brief, be right, and be gone. So you can very easily, and I know some of my teammates and coworkers will coach me on this often, you can very easily make people feel like you don't value them. And so you have to be really cautious because you can come across very quickly as um, intolerant or impatient or aggressive um or controlling so those things are certainly can be real if i'm not careful (laughs) yeah sure yeah i love this stuff i could geek Mm -hmm. out on this forever um how about if we were to give you some people yeah and you give us a guess at what they are yeah and we'll think of people we all know okay so but the one thing i want to Let's, do, Let's do that. And then the one thing I want to make sure we end on so that we're not focusing on the bad is... Um, it's too late. At the, end, at the end, I want you to each have a brag and think about what we talked about in terms of what your personality types are and tell me how has sort of that strength helped you in life. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, so. You want to do that first, Grace, or you want to do the... Oh, no. Let's Nikki, make fun of people first. Is, yeah. So <laughs> let's just throw a couple of super big... Uh, not celebrities, but people that we know. Let's look at the last two presidents of the United States, not counting the current. Donald Trump, go. Hmm. All red, right? 
<laughs> so much red. So much red. So much red. Probably um, a lot of yellow as well. Uh, yeah. Um, I would say not much of the other two. Not but. much of the other two. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama? Um, probably a lot of yellow. Um, and a lot more green and blue. Um, probably a lot more balanced. Yeah. Do you see this like, and again, I know we're talking about the presidents of the United States, but how you talked about most CEOs or eyes or whatever, but do you see most like, would you see most leaders of companies and stuff like that being following a certain trend on something like this? Not on this, like I would see more on Myers-Briggs because again, the best focus is on how you communicate. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the beauty of the leaders we see in the world and in companies and everything is communication style should and does have more variety. Sure. Um, and more, like I think even acceptable variety, right? Yeah. Um, so, so no, I don't think that that's, okay. that's, I wouldn't pigeonhole categories of people. Yeah. Grace, who you got? Um, she's going to probably um, name some pop culture person yeah. that I'm not even familiar <laughs> with. Oh, uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't have one. All right. I got some. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, expressive all the way. Yeah. Every day, four times on Sunday. Is there a guy like that that, I mean, to me also maybe a little technical or no? Are, are those two never going to be the same? I mean, he just seems like someone, though, that would be like very. Uh, I mean, Derek's, that's Derek's very high on technical and very high on expressive. Yeah. Um, I just finished reading his book and loved Did it. Did you? Yeah. Green Did you read it? No. I listened really to good. him on a couple podcasts. And I felt like I read the whole book afterwards. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've heard good things, I think. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Graham's has it. It was sitting on her table oh, the other yeah. day. I don't know if I would think he's high on technical. Yeah. He seems a little bit too flighty for that for me, but high on expressive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And even when you talk about the presidents, it's like I'm only able to judge the outside persona that we yeah. see. You know, not the I don't know them clearly. Maybe a few people that, unless you are tied to someone on this podcast, you're probably not going to know. How about Sean Mann, who's a friend of the podcast, friend of all of us? Yeah, ours. yeah. Um, Sean's probably got a lot of blue. Um, known Sean for a long time, so I think he does have a lot of that. Um, I think Sean used to be high on yellow, and I think as he ages, it shrinks. Really? So I'll have to explain that to him later if he yeah. listens to this. Yeah. <laughs> this will be our test. Right. You know, someone to... that says they listen, did he really listen? We'll, we'll find out. I am staying in his guest house right now, yes. so I may have to test him before yeah, I leave to exactly. see if I was right in any way. Uh, yeah, I would have said but almost can... blue and then going clockwise. I think I would have went blue, red, yellow, green. But... Mm. I don't know. That's, oh, I feel horrible. Sean, Sean being, you're saying Sean yeah. red? Yeah, on the second one. Probably in your interaction with him. The reason I don't see Sean as red is because Jody's so much redder so than much Sean. Red. Super red. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay. So maybe since I'm around him more without Jody, he's letting out his, his red a little bit more. He's flying his red flag a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying, and again, uh, We're testing to me, him tomorrow now. <laughs> I'm almost thinking from the standpoint of... Like, the technical part I can see just in what he does, for sure, for a living and how important that would be. And then the bold, I've always thought Sean to be a decision maker. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And not true. to sit there and on the fence too and long. And confident in it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then expressive. Th- and I, the sympathetic part of me feels bad for putting someone's 
last on sympathetic always? I'm a, th- that th- I'm a yeah. three. Is that a catch or what? <laughs> sympathetic is like glaringly the lowest for me. Yeah. But you get it why a sympathetic person would never want to say that about someone else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, okay. in working in HR, that's hard because I'll have people come in and you know, they'll be saying, oh, here's the situation. I feel bad for this person. And I have to really, like, that's not natural yes. for me. So I have to really pause and try to realize this person needs my green right now. And is the, I only have a little bit of it every single day. <laughs> is the dream HR person... In the middle, are they scoring like sevens on everything? Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, you you can't be you. Could, I don't know. I should say we've all taken the test at work, and some of my very favorite colleagues have really high greens, and we just know when to call each other out on yeah. it. You know, like, you might, are you sure you're not feeling this way because your greens is sixteen? Yeah. <laughs> is that really the way that we should approach that. this matter? Man, yeah, I would almost think sympathy. Well. Again, I feel bad even saying that, but it's like from an HR person's perspective, like that's one where I think you do have to view everything as, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think it's okay to be sympathetic and obviously deliver things in the right way if it were bad news or whatever, you know, but at the end of the day, it is what it is, I guess, kind of, Uh, and you've got to be able to put that to the side. Um, Sure. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Um, let's see. Who else can we think of, Grace? Right now, I'm trying to think of, like, in a working environment, is it best to have, like, a good balance of, like, one person that's in here, 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 and here? Or would you want people who are maybe, like, more on one side? Like, I think these two would be good, and these two would be good. Like Which ones are you talking about? Sympathetic um, blue and expressive. And red, yeah. Like the task oriented, I think would be good together. And then the ask and tell, I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. Like the opposites of those, I feel like would match okay. Well, the HR side of me would say you always want variety of thinkers. You never want to have mm-hmm. um, too much uh, similarity in thought or you're going to lose the chance at innovation. So mm-hmm. variety is always good. Um, and I would stick with that. Yeah. I would say I feel like the best teams I was on in the corporate environment, and again, I know I said we kind of all joked about it, but you're right. It did open up that dialogue, and at least we were all aware, which I guess that was really the whole exercise of it. Mm-hmm. But we all had, like, extreme blends. So on the strengths finder stuff, um, you know, they always would say don't focus on – you." like, the idea of it was to focus on your five strengths and not the ones that were at the bottom of the list, yeah. even though a lot of times you want to look at, well, you, what's the last I five because I need to fix those. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't need to because you work next to Ken, and he's, his strengths are that. So when you mm-hmm. need that type of mindset or whatever, you've got someone on the team that can yeah. fill that gap. Yeah, and whatever. I th- think it translates to – you know, it can translate to anything. Like I work in a corporate situation. I know your type of job, right? And you, if you don't have any blues and I'm not super high on blue and you've done all of this work, I mean, I always have a blue get involved. Like I know who my blues are at work and I know I feel safer if so-and-so has looked at it at the end before I go and share it with leadership or my boss, because I know Mm -hmm. if there's something that was missed or a detail Mm -hmm. that I hadn't thought about because I'm brief yeah. Yes. Hopefully, typically right, because that's part of the the red. But if I've missed something, they're going to catch that. Yeah. While mm-hmm. if you have all blues, there's that risk that it's going to take four times longer to get it done because 
they're going to make sure every single detail's there and struggle with getting it cons- mm-hmm. you know, succinct. Yes. So I think the balance, balance uh, makes for more power. I would even say in my situation now, so me and one business partner, small company, I would say Colby is a red and that that's kind of what has always worked. So we've been in business together since 2004, and I think the balance is what has allowed us to keep it, right? If mm-hmm. we were both red... Yeah. It would not work, right? Because at some point, mm-hmm. there would have been a line drawn probably, and it would have been like my way or the highway type of, it's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Um, and not saying that red's bad by any means, but it's more just like, I think that has what has worked is, and going back a little bit to the risk averse, like I've always explained he and I to other people as he's risky, I'm risk averse. And like, so I think what that has done, but we're both pretty open-minded and we listen. You know, so it's almost just like he's jumped into the pool without looking. I want to know what's the depth of the water and if there's too much chlorine in it and <laughs> what's going to happen if I'm not wearing goggles and stuff like that, right? You don't want to uh, know as much as Grace does, 18 yeah. technical. Exactly. <laughs> Grace just didn't jump. She's know. just not jumping. She's walking in on the ladder. <laughs> oh, this is great. I loved it. Anyone else, Grace, can you think of any other famous celebrity? No. I'm trying to think of something like a from maybe um, I feel like every artist is going to be yellow though. I was sitting here oh, thinking of yeah. all right some of the people where we've talked about music uh, and you know those type things that we've done podcasts on. So now I'm trying to think of a good fictional character that we would all know. Go. You watched Riverdale, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in. What season are I'll they in now? I'll turn my mic off now. They, <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. They're in four or five. I don't know. It's I think five. they're in five, and I'm yeah. in four. Okay. So That's around fine, three, I, got, I started getting more bored with it. So I don't mm. watch it as religiously as I used to. I still sometimes when I'm in between things, will pick it up. Right now, super into the league. The league. Yeah. Have you watched it? I have. I love the league. Yeah, it's um, a lot, but it is so funny. What Grace really wanted Why to say is, what like... is Jughead? Uh, <laughs> yeah, do the um... core four, core four. <laughs> oh, Jughead, gosh. Betty, You can't do all four. Archie, Veronica, you can do all four. Um, we'll give you as much time as you need. As much time as you need. <laughs> <laughs> Jughead's probably green. Mm-hmm. Um, Veronica's probably red. Betty's probably yellow or blue. Um, probably blue, not yellow. Okay. And Archie's maybe yellow. All right. I don't know I any like of this. <laughs> well, All right, I got one. I got this. Is okay. the last one. Did you well, watch The Office? You did watch it. Yeah, but okay. I think we should do the Friends characters because the reunions. That's so much better. That is the so reunions good. coming up tomorrow Nikki, night. Nikki, Nikki just out and divided us. <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> Gosh, dog it. All right, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Ross. First off, who's your favorite friend's character? Uh, Chandler. Chandler. Chandler Bong. Okay. So we start with him? He's yellow, glaring. Definitely. <laughs> I think they're all kind of glaring, right? Maybe. Monica's Maybe. bold. Monica's, Monica's bold. Ross is technical. Definitely. Joey is green and yellow? Like maybe yeah. he's all down on the bottom though I think Joey's yeah he's very, Joey yeah. feels like he would be <laughs> he's balanced very below. green <laughs> he's very green yeah. right I feel like he is the one guy that is always 
I feel like we had this conversation not long ago. He's the best friend. I don't know that he ever screws anyone over or... I mean, obviously he goes after Rachel at the end, but even then he's Mm. so like apologetic and nice Mm. to Ross about it. And and like you remember, he tries to back off, then he accidentally punches Ross. He really is the best friend, yeah. I had never thought of that angle. And I think from that, and not trying to say the best friends would fit into that, but he's definitely not technical. No. And I guess he's a little bold at times, but not much. And I only say mm-hmm. expressive because he's an actor, but he's probably not a really good one. <laughs> no. So I think he's green. Yeah, he may be. And Rachel may be as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's your least favorite friend? Uh, hold on. Well, what about Well, we Phoebe? didn't even do okay. Phoebe. Yeah, so right. I think that's the is bottom that the only one? Okay, okay. Is she Phoebe. one? <laughs> you know, some episodes... I actually episodes, always put Gunter above her. <laughs> some episodes, she's my least favorite, and then others, I feel like she's so underrated. Yes. We had that conversation. We went back through it again just in the last few months, and I said that so many times. Like, we are underrating Phoebe, because she has some really great moments. I mean, she's mm-hmm. probably the one that I, the you know, during some of the dramatic scenes that I would have the most tears with. Yeah. When she has the babies. And yes. Meets her dad and her mom, her mom at the beach house with all the sand. Can I go? I'd go red, yellow. On Phoebe? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if Phoebe's okay. bold. Not bold? I mean, I feel like she's just always confident in her extremely weird. She's probably way. green. That's and, why I found her so annoying. Yeah. I didn't like her for a long time. And she's always been at the bottom well, for she me. She grew up on the streets, Grace. But I think someone. Like, this last time we watched it, I think she went above my fifth place person, or who I thought was my fifth place first person at the beginning of that. Rachel is someone who started out probably in the top three on my list, but as time goes on, she's fallen and fallen, and I think she's last now. Well, I will say this. I thought of this this last time we were going through, because I kept having the thought of, all right, if I, were, if I was getting a roommate out of the three, so I took it to the three guys, which one mm-hmm. do I want to be my roommate and friend? Okay. And I and I in the end I kept thinking I, Chandler would be a lot of fun Ross w- I would not like at all and but in the end I would have picked Joey I think I'm picking Joey just extremely loyal always fun always happy loves to eat just like me we would get along <laughs> and so then yeah, I but thought he, but he does not okay. share food he and does we had not this, share food yeah, Scott. and neither do I so it works out <laughs> and and Grace and I and Grace and I had this discussion a little bit. So all right, if I could pick one friend to be Grace's college roommate her freshman year, mm-hmm. who would I pick? And I kept landing back on Phoebe. I kind of thought mm-hmm. it'd be funny for Monica because you know Monica's not going to let you be messy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that but messy. I, but it goes back, and then I kept landing on like thinking, is Rachel kind of the worst friend on the show? I think they're all okay friends. I'm not saying she's a bad friend, mm-hmm. but she has the most. Mo- she has a lot of moments where I think she puts herself first. Yeah, I think the power in it is them together, and yes. I am a little bit nervous that tomorrow night that's what we're going to see. Yes. Is that our we're going to mm-hmm. love all the moments when they're talking together, and when they kind of pair them off individually, it'll yeah. that part won't be as uh, exciting. Yeah. Bring more Gunter. But <laughs> I think it's amazing that how old, that what, how long has it been that the show's off? 20 years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That 20 years later. Still works. We're sti- there's this many people yes. so excited about it. Yeah. So, super pumped. Who's your roommate, Nikki? Pick one. Well, I am most like Monica, for sure. Um, 
So you guys would butt heads. Yeah, so it would not be her. I mean, yeah. you, I don't want to of me no. by any means. So, um, yeah, probably Phoebe. Phoebe. Rachel's probably so high Phoebe. maintenance. Yeah. I, like, I even I thought just, that several times. Why would I want Rachel just borrow my yes. stuff? Why yeah. hasn't Monica murdered Rachel by the end of yeah. the show, right? I mean, she's... Mm-hmm. Kind of not thoughtful. She is all yeah. like, th- I feel like there's one moment in every season where Rachel has taken her jeans or earrings or something like Lost that. Lost or broke mm-hmm. or yes. forgotten something. Yeah. I, and again, I love Ray. I would have always said my top two characters are Chandler and Rachel. Okay. Those are my favorite characters. Yeah, but in me, the end, as I came back to, okay, if I'm wishing yeah. one upon someone. For me, it's I, I, kind of how you guys were describing Phoebe as... For me, it's like that more with Rachel. With Phoebe, it's kind of always like, I don't know. Most of the times, I don't think that she's that funny. Like, I don't know. Her, most of her laughs did not make me laugh. Yeah. But with Rachel, it's like sometimes I really love her. Sometimes it's like, hmm. Yes. Don't, I do not like you. Bigger spectrum. She has good humor, but she does have more um, non endearing qualities. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. I was leaving my parents' house the other day, and there was a guy running with his dog down the street, and he was running like Phoebe in Central Park. (laughs) It was the strangest thing. And my mom was in the car with me, and I was like, Mom, he's like Phoebe. And of course, she didn't know what I was talking about, but Mm -hmm. I was so sad that there was no one else. I was like, I need to film this. He's Phoebe. That is awesome. That made you laugh. Uh, yeah. That moment Just the did. fact that someone actually did that. No, no, and this no. Is I think even going through it this person? last time, we all kind of laughed at her a little bit when she did that. <laughs> I laughed at how embarrassed Rachel was yes. by it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, Michael Scott, last one I want to do. Oh, um, oh, he has to be high on yellow with the way that he is. Certainly high on yeah. red. Super low on blue. Yeah. Um, Very green. Super low. You think he's green? Well, you remember, I just keep thinking low how much he struggled with work. having to fire someone. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> remember? True. And he ended up, Creed talked him out of it. And who was the guy he fired? What was that guy's name? Devin. Devin, yes. He's all, yeah. Oh, he's he's everything yellow and blue on their, wor- I mean, yellow and uh, red on their worst days. Yes. But man, he's funny. He's amazing. <laughs> oh, he's amazing. Awesome. I would take him. Michael Scott and Monica are your roommates in college, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Take <no>. that. <laughs> Take no. that. Oh, well, Nikki, this was a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it so much. Now Grace and I are going to know how to push each other's buttons. We're going to know how yeah. to get exactly what we want from Amy in life. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank and you. everything else. Yeah, we, yeah. Had a, we had a great time. Thanks so much. Yeah. Where I, I was curious with this, with this test, if someone listening wanted to go take it, yeah. how would they do it? It is um, two seconds. Um, it's, you can take it, you can log, and, log on and kind of create your own um, account and do it through bestinstruments.net. Okay. Um, there's a f- several different types in there, but this would be the best profile. Yeah. Um, and again, it focuses on communication style, which is just the one we tend to use the most when we're dealing with, with yeah. teams and that type of thing. So, yeah, I love it. Uh, best in- Instruments. Bestinstruments.com. Uh, .net. .net. Mm-hmm. So if anyone listening wants to go try it, go out there, give it a shot, and uh, share your results with us, yeah. however mm-hmm. that may be. Uh, and just always remember when you learn from these things that it's not personal, it's, it's personality. Not. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to end every presentation so, like that? No, you don't. Yeah. 
Um, that's good. I love it. Um, so now I'm only going to wear yellow and blue for the rest of my life. Grace, how about yep. you? Mm, just blue. Just blue. <laughs> <laughs> the one funny thing we do normally end with is we kind of say to, to leave you to think about it um, as if you're going to an elevator, that the red person goes to the elevator, they go straight in and they press the button. The yellow person lets others in, says, come on in, there's always room for more. The green holds the door open until the buzzer rings because they're worried that they're possibly forgetting someone else. And the blue steps in cautiously. They count the number of people in the elevator. And if it's over the number they think it should be, they point it out and ask somebody else to get off. (laughs) I thought you were going to say they got off and went to the stairs or whatever. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I like it. So uh, if you're listening and you want to take it, you can go out there and take that Mm -hmm. at the uh, website we shared. Uh, Nikki, again, thank you so much. This was so much fun enjoyed it and uh we uh will definitely learn from this and become a stronger podcast or at least a better father-daughter duo Mm -hmm. i don't know we'll see well thank you for having me and i will say even though i have only a three on green that i've been so impressed with uh, the fact that y'all have been doing this and that you started doing it during such a crazy time and um I don't think there's a lot of father-daughter combos that would um, take the time to spend this kind of time with each other. So (laughs) kudos to both of you because it's been awesome for for those of us out there that listen. Awesome. Well, thanks for being a listener. And thanks to everyone who tuned in for this one. Uh, Again, any feedback, you can uh, give us a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Shoot us an email at gendivipodcast at gmail.com. But again, Nikki, thank you. Until next time, though, everyone be safe. Safe.